Well, you guys are a long, long way from Greendale. Huh? How did you know we're from mm -hmm. Greendale? From Pierce's shirt. How did you know my name is Pierce? It's embroidered on your Greendale shirt. You got it at the student store. How'd you know I got it at the student store? I'm a touch psychic. Oh. Hmm. Good morning, Greendale. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben, and these are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about Community Season 4, Episode 9, Intro to Felt Surrogacy. Uh, this week, I unfortunately will not be on the podcast, but I do have my wonderful friend, Puppet Mike. Hello! I am actually doing a puppety thing with you, my hand for no reason. You did, but also that that was a very Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello! Um, I, I wasn't trying to keep it up, to be honest with you. It was more for a gag before on, uh, outsourcing Mike's bits. Uh, but now it's time for outsourcing Mike's bits. All right. We got we got the missed outfire in. Things are going great. Uh, I can't wait to be done with this and back to power washing things on my Xbox. <laughs> uh, in our pre-show banter, we talked a lot about a power washing simulator and mm -hmm. the time I almost killed everyone in flight simulator. Go ahead. What, what a wonderful, wonderful tease for our Patreon pre-show. Uh, yes, it's time for that good, good, a shuffle. Oh, baby, that felt like a good one. It looks like a good one on the waveform. Now, Ben, we're, we're remind, remind, I want to remind everybody, we are we are playing off of a new deck. It is not the what the heck deck, the the once hated and now probably missing uh, what the heck deck. But now it's the would you rather deck. Now, Ben. Yes. Here is the would you rather for this week. This is going okay. to be challenging for both of us, so here we go. Would you rather be single for a year, including no dating, or go on bad dates for a year straight? I feel like this is kind of a callback to last episode <laughs> when we talked about Abed getting set up on a couple of bad dates. A, sure. couple of, a couple of dates with women who were really not good for him. I think sure. the, the dates in and of themselves were probably fine. I mean, it was just going to a, like, college dance. Uh, but, you know, uh, we, we did talk an awful lot about uh, getting set up on dates. And I also have quite a lot of experience with going a whole year with zero dates. So I'm pretty much the expert in this category. And I got to say <laughs> that uh, if you go on zero dates, you can stay home playing video games. And if you oh, go damn. on bad dates... You have to A, go outside, Ugh. B, put up with bad date, C, every single person you know, the moment you see them next, you're going to be like, so how was it? Uh, and then you have to be like, let me relive my nightmare. Thank you. Um, whereas sure. if you stay home and you play video games, uh, A, no one's probably going to ask you about it. Um, and if you do, you can be like, I played so much Call of Duty or whatever you're playing. I don't, I never, I know. Oh man, my KD ratio is off the hook. It's like one. Let me tell you about how I played Celeste for the ninth time. Um, <laughs> it was great. Um, I'm making some progress on the specific seaside I've been working on. Uh, I mean, look, I've got like half the golden strawberries for seasides and it rules because i love that I game i know and i just i could I'm be i could be playing terminology <laughs> i could be playing more of the celeste seasides and getting more golden strawberries or i could be going out on a date where um i was trying to think of some some like really bad date and the first thing that popped into my head was like going axe throwing and i'm like no actually that sounds cool no, that sounds I would, I would totally yeah. do that um, bad dates, uh, going to see, uh, one man show. Okay. That is being put on by her uncle. No one wants to see that. 
It kind of depends. I will say that. What if her uncle is Joel McHale? Uh, then that's cool. And I would, I would, we're back on good date territory. Okay. But so all I'm saying is that it's, it's very dependent on who that uncle is. If it's just like, he's Jerry, you know, from the corner shop, that's a, not a great, great one. But if it is Joel McHale or statistically speaking or something, statistically speaking, uh, it's Jerry from the corner store. Um, okay. You sure. I guess particularly depends on where, which city you're in. Yeah, Portland, I was gonna yes, say. Probably. I was gonna say particularly like where I grew up. Like it's gonna oh, be, yeah. it's gonna be Jerry from the corner store. Why are you even having a one man show in this right. little college town? Um, here, and why is it just horrifically racist? Here in Portland, it might not be that bad, but it's probably not gonna be that good. Right. It's, it's gonna it's, be. It's going to be neutral, and it's not going to be as good as staying home playing video games in your underwear. That's true. And listening to podcasts, our usual, uh, you know, as we're on a podcast, we have to advocate for podcasts at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm going to go with uh, single for a year with zero dates. That sounds way better than a bunch of bad dates. Yeah. Okay, uh, as a person who's been with with this partner <laughs> yeah. for you're like, oh, this is going to be so hard years? for us, and I'm like, let me tell you about my experience with this exact question. Look, because I've lived both sides of that coin, buddy, and I can tell you which one's worse. That's fair, and and I'm also like forced to think of it in the like, I. Okay, let me just go ahead and bring it down. I, I'm forced to think of the I've been either uh, uh, I'm a widower or I've been I'm a divorced man at this point. Uh huh. Uh huh. And that already starts you off at a real, real rough mindset. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And honestly, that feels like I'm causing the bad dates. And and mm, honestly, mm-hmm. it's more likely as you know from what I understand about being a man. Uh, in the dating pool, uh, I, I don't want to say specifically a man, but, uh, um, you know, like the dating pool is difficult. Um, there's a lot of swiping, but not in the right direction. I think I, I again, mm-hmm, don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think a lot of people are going to be like, yeah, there's a big guy that's kind of funny, but just mostly weird. Oh, he likes weird out too. That's the, the wrong level of swipe. But let's see. Let's look, said, let's look at this Tinder my, profile. If I, put, if I put my authentic self on on Tinder or whatever it's called, and people mm-hmm. swipe the right way, I don't remember which one that is. Um, mm-hmm. That means that they are like, yeah, Weird Al in football seems good to me. Let's let's look at this Tinder profile. Hmm. Let's see. Okay, dead wife. Yep. That's a, that's a plus. Um, well, loves I Weird Al. It. I led with uh, it. You led with it. Uh, you absolutely led with it. Uh, Weird Boy, Al, that- uh, that's a plus. Um, like sports teams who lose? Um, that sounds great. That he's, sounds like a he's great... He's a loyal man, for sure. He he will never cheat on me. Like, that's that's obviously, like, great. Um, even if... Uh, even if I'm I, I suck, uh, he'll just be like... Mm-hmm. He'll just put up with it. Um, that sounds great. Also, um, also, I put in my Tinder bio, considering buying a meat smoker, don't know what that means. <laughs> and the answer is, yes, I want to make pulled pork because I haven't found good pulled pork here in Portland. Uh-huh. Well, and, and your wife is dead and she's exactly. usually the one who my, makes it. My hookup of um, pulled pork is gone. Uh, oh, uh, let's see. Uh, he's a white guy who does a podcast. I'm in. I am sold. <laughs> How unique and quirky. <laughs> this this guy sounds like a real winner, and I'm into that. Oh, he's uh, a software engineer, though. Hold on. Let's okay. Let's take back some of those things. Yeah. Let's not uh, all of them. Let's. Oh, I don't. I software. Mm, mm, nope. Can't do it. Can't do the <laughs> yeah, software every, engineering. Yeah, nope. That's the. <laughs> Red that's flag. the breaking point. That yeah, red that, flag right there. Yeah, that's um, the red flag. Everything else, green flags. Just love Weird Al. Love having a, a man with a dead wife. <laughs> that's the dream, right? That's that's the dream <laughs> that all ladies go dream. for. It's just finding finding it's yourself the, a man with a dead wife. <laughs> wow, outsourcing Mike's bits went to a weird place this time. Oh. Uh, 
Uh, should we talk about intro to felt surrogacy now? Do you want to? <laughs> Uh, we could keep talking about this hypothetical world in which you, you which, have a dead wife and are on Tinder. Which would be more uh, entertaining for our audience? Um, okay, well, the thing, since, the th- since we since we have we have an obligation to talk about the episode. That's true. So so we will we get talk into about it. everything. We got to we'll get into it. And then if. If in the middle of the episode, we're like, you know what? Eject. We can go back to this hypothetical scenario. Right. Where you are putting literally opening line in your Tinder bio. My wife died. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this, I feel like uh, those of us if uh, uh, that are on hashtag team Stacy are feeling kind of weird about this. But that's but it's a hypothetical. Don't worry. That's what the, the somehow sometimes the 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 pod decks. Would you rather deck puts you in a hypothetical you don't like? I mean, that's kind of the point of a would you rather. It's either two uh, good things or two bad things. Uh, so you have to pick which one you'd rather. That's the whole. I've now explained the point of a would next, you rather question. Next week is going to be like, would you rather have a dead wife or <laughs> uh, uh, every sandwich you touch uh, immediately rots? And so you can never have a sandwich again. And I mean, like that's that's a weird that's a weird uh, that's a really interesting uh, but easy easy choice for me. Um, I'll never have a sandwich again because I'm going to have a wife uh-huh. that is alive. Uh, you the the moment that the the evil genie makes you make that call, you have to immediately get remarried, uh, like renew oh, no. your vows. And then oh, no, that's a, that's fine. Yeah, no, that's that's what I meant. You not not get remarried. You need to renew <laughs> uh, no, your vows. No, I have to divorce my wife and get married to another person. No, oh, re- because re- she's re- like re- she's like you're a fool. Sandwiches are great. I'm leaving you, and Which now is- you don't have a wife or sandwiches. Um, no, it's the gift of the magi. Uh, so- <laughs> I bought you sandwiches. <laughs> I sold I sold my wife to buy you sandwiches. <laughs> oh no, I. <laughs> I bought the ability to rot, or I, so, <laughs> I have no idea how I can strike that. Um. Uh. So yeah, you need to you need to renew your vows, and then in your vows, you need to say that I I love you more than sandwiches because um. I you've do. Clearly, you've clearly demonstrated that you do, but now also there's there's consequence to that. It's not just a weird thing you say in your vows. You're like I literally gave up the ability to ever eat a sandwich again for you, uh, all thanks to this stupid uh, pod decks card. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it w- wouldn't be the first time I've been roasted in wedding vows. My wife literally said, "For better or for worse, even if that means every football Saturday." It's like, damn it! And mm-hmm. and not only that, got a real good laugh. And and like I'm like well you know what you're not wrong and I can't mm-hmm. I can't I, I you can't really defend yourself as the groom you're like uh-huh. nah and also <laughs> I'm a fan of the Jacksonville Jaguars that's <laughs> like that's why that's why it would be in your dead wife Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is that our new band name, Dead Wife Tinder Profile? <laughs> Uh, that's a that is a great band name. Holy sh- holy, oh oh now, my god! Okay, is it a good? Is it a band name or is it an album name? I think it's a I think it's a band name. I think okay. I think it's got to be a band name. Um, let's talk about intro to felt surrogacy, the thing that we're ostensibly here to talk about. It it's seems the, like we don't want to. <laughs> it's the infamous infamous puppet episode of Community season four. Um, I will just say that um, as a as as a season four defender slash apologist, depending on how you want to define my <laughs> uh, defending of season four. Uh, like I said last week, whenever people are like, aha, season four is so bad. And I say, haha, what about history of dance? They can immediately come back with what about intro to felt surrogacy? And then I'm like, ah, dip. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, just leading, just leading in with that, uh, a little preview for grades right off the bat. Um, yeah, we're we're gonna. I have a feeling we're gonna get to grades a little early. 
This episode only really has one plot line, which is that the study group is all too embarrassed to even look each other in the eye at this point. And the dean comes in with a bunch of puppets to talk out the trauma that has happened. He also happens to have puppets that look like everyone in the study group. Mm -hmm. Uh, At one point, even taking a not not a whip out of uh, a shirtless Jeff uh, puppet. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's that's great. Um, I do. Yeah, I mean, like the kind of pre-intro, uh, the pre-credits intro, the pre, you know, the pre-theme uh, song, quite enjoyable because the the it felt very much like everybody just kind of staring and quietly like nervous about it, and it feels kind of anti-comedy to me, which is which is always a part of comedy that I do enjoy. Um, but yeah, I found a thing to enjoy of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so there are things there. Are, there I, won't, are things. I won't be that that guy, but it it there there are I definitely found that they things. were far and few between for me. Um. So yeah. So the dean pulls out these puppets and they retail this tale where, uh, feeling stuck in a rut, they all decide to go on a hot air balloon adventure. Um. Which it's been a while since I've been in a hot air balloon. I don't remember the baskets being that big and they're trying to shove seven people into one of those bad boys. Especially when it should be eight because you shouldn't leave the freaking balloon guide sure. pilot. Uh, who is Sarah Burrells? Who, uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely <laughs> is a, Sarah Burrells. What an incredible um, waste of a good singer. What an incredible waste. Uh, yes, because it is, it is, in addition to being a puppet episode, it's a musical episode. What? what, I I get it. It, I get it. I get it. It's like kind of a weird mashup of like Sesame Street and Avenue Q, but also like low rent. Like it's not, it's, it doesn't work. At least for me. And here's, here's my, here's my kind of feeling on it is that I don't, I don't think that the premise in and of itself is bad. I think that the premise is really flying close to things we have done before on this show. Sure. Because this feels to me so much like Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas, Mm -hmm. where Abed is having feelings that he can't talk about. And... In a in a way to get him to open up, they have this magical Christmas adventure where everyone is not claymation, as he points out, uh, but, you know, they're they're um, stop motion animated. Right. And they go on this journey. There's a couple of songs in it. Um, and then at the end, Abed is able to confront his feelings and then. Uh, they move on and I'm like, this is that, this is that thing I just said. Um, except for with more, uh, weird berries with more weird berries, more Sarah Bareilles and more Jason Alexander, which can we talk about Jason Alexander's casting in this? (laughs) Yeah. Let's, let's do what a pull. Why? Why? He, like, yeah, I'll be a weird camper that gives them drugs. But like, you know, natural, like psychotropic berries. Like and also the decision to be like Jason Alexander. Let's think what 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 can we do with let's put hair on him. He doesn't look right. Uh huh. I have it's- problems with I like I look I again I will say I'm never against anybody getting that cash get that bag and go mm-hmm. but I don't understand why it's like Jason Alexander should be doing this I don't understand why Sarah Burrell should be doing this don't get me wrong again get that cash but it just feels like an enormous waste of these two talents I mean so I I can I can agree with that but also. Like from a standpoint of you making a thing, you don't you don't go into it being like, this is going to be our garbage episode. Let's go get Jason Alexander. Like, well, sure. you 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 are making an episode that you believe is going to be yes, good. But Jason you're Alexander to- should read the script and be like, this is kind of crap, but the bag is good. I mean, that's what the whole point of like Nick Cage is, right? Like, he's like, I don't have any money. They'll pay me enough. I don't 
care. It's going to be bad, but it's going to pay for another villa. Like, let's go. And I think, like I said, I I don't think the premise of this episode is even bad. I think, like, on its face, if you you show up and you're like, we're going to do an episode of Community where everyone is puppets, especially in an era where, like, you know, Avenue Q wasn't new, but it was still like there were still people who hadn't really heard of it. There were yeah. still people getting introduced to the idea that like puppets say like the F word and like they're they're talking they're singing about, being, about porn, singing about porn and like being horny and whatever. Um, and like because I remember I, I first heard about that in like 2006, I want to say. Yeah, I was about um, that same time, too. And um uh oddly enough through wow uh, world of warcraft machinima um because there was a uh, the internet a is for wild. porn uh sure. someone someone made a the internet is for porn world of warcraft machinima mm. video and that's where i got my i was like this is wild and someone's like oh but the original is actually like sesame street puppets basically singing this and i'm like what and it like blew sure. my mind yeah so I, in a I, in a world where you have people going through that same thing of like what like puppets can be weird and sing about being horny like I feel like suggesting the premise of this episode is like okay cool we can really like play off of that sort of sure. energy and so I don't think the the episode premise is bad and I I just think that like it's one of those things where like you have it in your head and you're like, okay, this is going to be so good. And you do it. You make the puppets. You, you get uh, Jason Alexander, you get Sarah Bareilles, you get like, you get music, you get, uh, you know, this whole thing. And then you kind of put it together at the end. And it's just like, well, sure. We made a thing. Uh, just to put a point on uh, the Avenue Q discussion, I learned it the the god honest way by being in a musical theater theater uh, uh, in in 2005 or so, uh, and finding and having a friend with that CD, and we we went to the mall every day and listened to that CD. And Excellent. boy, I know that CD. Um, <laughs> no, I get you, and I think I I think you're right. Like the execution's not great. The production is perfectly fine. Like it, it does. It's it's good. Even like the puppet design. I think they're really well made, and I think it's. I think what I, what I honestly think it just needed another round of writing. Yeah, I I do I do feel like. And yes, we're already in grades. It seems. Yeah, it's pretty much. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait. Okay, hold on. The earliest grades we've well, ever welcome done. Welcome to Oops All Grades. Um, <laughs> so, good morning, Greendale grades. Uh, so yeah, I mean, but that's that's the thing, though, right? Like, we've basically already talked about the story. Yeah, they go on this thing, and then they crash in the woods. Jason Alexander feeds them drug berries and then they all get super high they reveal personal secrets they tell everyone the secrets now he, because nobody remembers them uh and, and Shirley they all th- is the one that they accidentally re-reveals it so they they all think that everyone is embarrassed by their own secret uh not realizing everyone else had their own secrets except right. abed and then they tell them and then everyone moves on and that's literally the episode. I mean, there's yeah. a couple of songs in there. Songs, the songs are fine. Are, the songs are fine. Um, and I mean, I think that's the other thing too, though, right? Like, if you're going to do an episode that is like a musical episode, I mean, it's not, you know, this isn't like the episode of Buffy where it's just like jam-packed with like a bunch of music, you know? It's, it's right. not like... Or even even the episode of Glee, like that episode uh, where they they're riffing on Glee, um, regional holiday, whatever's. Yeah. Um, That is jam packed with music. As much as I don't like that episode for my own personal reasons, 
the music in that slaps. Like yeah. they did such a good job with the music on this. This feels a little bit like the music is an afterthought. And I don't know how much of that is that they're trying to emulate more of a Sesame Street ish sort of feel where the music isn't going to be that complicated because you're aiming it at kids right. or how much of it is they just really needed to polish the the music again. Like I literally yeah. just watched the episode an hour ago. I don't remember any of the music that that I just right. listened to. Yeah. Not it, it, not a note of it. Um, the only thing the thing that I got from it was like this this feels like if you were if you paid somebody, you know, for a half day and you said these need to feel like the Muppets kinda. Right. And then that's what that's what you got. And it just doesn't work because I I don't mean to keep coming back to my theory about swinging for the fences uh, or the same talking point, but like you, when you're going like, this is an episode, this is the swing for the fences episode this season. This is it. Mm -hmm. Like you're making puppets. You're, you're casting Sarah Burrell's you're, you're, you're bringing in Jason Alexander. Like you're going for it. And it feels like, the writing didn't get that last polish to make it work and neither did the music, which if you're going to do puppets, Muppets, Sesame Street, Avenue Q vibes all around, which again, like we'll even talk about Scrubs because Scrubs did a really good musical episode, but it's also not a musical episode in the fiction of the show. It's all through actually the main character, the main actress in Avenue Q is the the woman that has the brain damage i believe it is that hears everything a song but they but they didn't go ha like they went hard on that music because that is the weird episode of scrubs for this portion of the season or whatever this is it just doesn't like the premise is fine there are some weird things about it like i mentioned um shirley is the one that re reveals her secret and that feels really uncomfortable to me and i don't know why um, mostly because I feel like she's only ever painted as a bad, like she's got that guilt of being a bad mom, but that's kind of all they ever do with her, which kind of feels rough. Sure. Um, so I, I'm not exactly sure how I feel with that, but it just feels like, and, and Abed's not having a secret also feels kind of like, uh, we didn't have an idea for Abed. So just blah, like right. it, it just, we need another, it felt, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a writer. I'm not a TV writer. I'm a guy who has a podcast. Um, so you can, you, you know how much my, my thoughts, uh, really, really cost, but like, you know, uh, it's fine. Fine. I mean, like it exists. Like I tried to explain, I mean, if we really are doing grades right now, I was talking to my oh, yeah, wife we're, about this episode. We're, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you, do you have any? I mean, we we could get into some like very specific jokes because there are a couple oh, of I, things in the episode that made me laugh. Very specific one, uh, but but like, I I mean, I think we're, I I was kind of joking when I played the soundbite, but I think we're in grades. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that's. Um, uh, yeah. So I was like, Stacy came in and was like, well, what, how was the episode? And I'm like, well, it was. Um, and she's like, well, that sounds like an F to me. And I'm like, no. And she's like, okay, what do you mean by that? And I'm like, it was well made. And she's like, well, that sounds like a D then. And I'm like, I have a hard time arguing that logic. Like it's the production is fine, but it just doesn't, like you said, like it's a musical episode. It's a, uh, it's their big swing and how much of it do we remember after taking notes right i took like eight notes and most of them are the fact that the dean accidentally pokes him in the eye with his uh jeff in the eye with his pinocchio nose and i found that funny like that's one of the notes mm -hmm. um so yeah i i this it's a big old meh but it's like it's like swing for the fences and popping it straight up to the catcher. It just doesn't, it's not good. It's just not good. And I, it's not, and it's not, it's not not good in a, oh, at least it's fun to watch way. It's just nothing to me. Yeah. I, so, cause the, the thing is 
this episode is pretty uh, infamous when it comes to to the community fandom because I I I. I I feel like there are a lot of people you can mention this episode to and they will just immediately like recoil like Dracula being exposed to sunlight. Like they're just like, oh, it's so bad. I'm always every time I go into it being like, oh, it's so bad. I'm like, eh, I mean, it wasn't that bad. And then every time I go into it being like, oh, it's not that bad. I'm like, oh, but I didn't I didn't like. So like it is it is a decidedly just existent episode of tv (laughs) right it it exists you can watch it and like this would probably be in the top 15 percent of a big bang theory like but it is (laughs) probably in the bottom quarter of of community episodes and i'm being very very generous with that right and now I I really I really don't want to like beat a dead horse um or kick an episode while it's down or whatever euphemism you want to go with because I do think that I mean they they definitely they definitely put effort into this one sure um and I think I I feel like I feel like for me it really comes down to the fact that We've we've done this before in uh, Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas, and the the idea of a musical episode was done better in regional holiday music. Yep. Between that, what else does this episode have? It has Sarah Bareilles, and it has Jason Alexander, uh, and like. That's that's what she got. Like, and maybe a small amount of character development, like a v- slight amount. Well, and like all the things that they're embarrassed about, um, <laughs> like, so okay, let, let's let's go through these secrets oh, that everyone is into it. so embarrassed that uh, they can't even look at each other in the eyes. Shirley accidentally leaves her kids at the grocery store overnight, which, like, yeah that that is bad um but like i don't know like i'm mostly just i'm mostly surprised that the kids were in the grocery store the next day like no one else found them that's weird Um, i I also want to point out that the uh she did this because she was tailing what she thought was andre was not andre just kind of stalking a person so right there are it's i mean i won't say it's a good thing to have done right but like, you know, um, as someone who has been cheated on before, like if Shirley was like, I thought I saw my my cheating husband uh, with another woman and I I uh, I lost it a little bit and I made a mistake, then I'm like, yeah, all right. Like, I get it. And that sucks. Sure. I'm sorry that happened. But then I move on. Although I could see I could see how like that is a thing that you're just is so embarrassed about that you can't believe you like told another human right. being. I, also, I do get you that. Can, you can leave kids in a worse place. They have food. They have bathrooms. Uh huh. Um. I, so I do get that one. But like Jeff's thing about like uh, dating a woman and then the woman has a kid and uh, he kind of uh, uh, he doesn't really explain why he just he didn't go to the kids baseball game and then he backed out of the whole thing and now he feels like he's just like his dad like dude that's that's generational trauma my dude like i'm i'm not i'm not gonna shame you for that like i mean go see a therapist right but like (laughs) and not also and not not Britta, britta but also like okay like if a friend told me that story i'd be like yeah dude i get it like that that that's rough like that's not a i'm not gonna look you in the eye ever again that's like i'm gonna give you a hug and and we're gonna go out and the beer's on me tonight and, and then, I'm then gonna tomorrow up, you're gonna go to see a therapist yeah, i'm gonna i'm gonna send uh, you a text with a number for a therapist like you know that's that's where you're going with that uh britta being an activist who doesn't vote i've known like 80 of those in my freaking yeah, lifetime it's not, like it's not 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 a new thing 
Annie letting uh, the professor rub her feet in exchange for uh, test answers, like I'd be like, okay, may maybe a little, maybe a little bit weird, but like you know what? If you can cheat that system, go for it because exactly. it's Greendale. Like yeah, it's I, I don't, Greendale. I don't care. Like all of these things are like, oh my god, no one can ever know my deep dark secret. I'm like. The the yeah, okay. one though the one though that was true that I was like okay you may not want to be sharing that was uh, Troy, Troy having caused fifty five thousand <laughs> acres of a wildfire. Yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, we. I think in 2018 we had a wildfire out yeah, here yeah. that was caused by like a 15 year old kid throwing the, fireworks. Yeah. I think that was the uh, Eagle Creek uh, fire. Uh huh. And yeah. uh, you know. If that if I were that kid, I would never tell another human soul about that. Troy's is literally the only one where I'm like, yeah, dude, you take that to the grave. Don't tell anyone about that. Yeah, um, that's that's a yeah yeah. Let's <laughs> let's keep that on the down. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, everyone else, I'm just like, yeah, okay. Like we're we're human. Like we're we've been friends for like four years. We know all of each other's like other weird stuff. Half of us have slept with each other at this point. Like which they even reference. Like they they reference both <laughs> Jeff and Troy make a joke about having sex with Britta and about right the qual or like the the time it takes to do so. So like, yeah. what are we doing? So yeah, like at this point, I mean, like, you you know, you know, weirder stuff about me than anything other than that forest fire bit that Troy reveals. <laughs> you you know, weirder stuff uh, than me, and uh, vice versa uh, about me than than any of that. So yeah, yeah, like, vice versa too. So you it know, just, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't pass the smell test. But I I don't know. It's it is like I said top 15 percent of a big bang theory episode uh -huh. but bottom well, 25 of a community episode and i i think i think that's kind of the other the other thing too right is that there are not really any stakes in this because right you know they didn't die in the forest um maybe pierce did you don't you don't know yet if because he's not in this episode this was the last episode that they filmed for the season right and there was there was some drama, and so Pierce uh, or uh, Chevy Chase was like, "I'm literally not going to be on screen." Um, so, but yeah, you you know they didn't die in a forest in a drug trip because like they're all here in the study room, right? Um, they're all talking to the Dinocchio. the The stakes of the episode is they're all too embarrassed to talk about a thing that happened in the forest, and then it turns out the stake was all of those things that we just said. Um, and that Abed was just like mimicking everyone else and then they, they move on. And so on top of all of the other stuff, I'm like, that was, that was the point of the, ep like, what else, what is the point of the episode? Right? Like, I'd almost like it better if they decided to have a weird puppet orgy in the middle of the forest. Yeah. You know what? Uh, Team America World Police had also come out by this time. Okay. So it would be so, derivative. Got it. <laughs> so, you know, they had a whole puppet sex scene. They had a very, very explicit, uh, unrated puppet sex scene. That's, if you've seen that version. That is. And like, I've, yeah, uh -huh. you, you can't, you can't do most of that stuff on NBC. But you know what? Um, yeah. If I found out that they were too embarrassed because they all had a puppet orgy, I'd be like, yeah, no, okay, like, that's legit. That's way more embarrassing than letting a professor rub your feet for test answers. Like, yeah. Yeah, I kind of... <laughs> honestly, I think we're punching up the episode now. Like, you can um, figure out a way to make make it tasteful for NBC, of course. Mm -hmm. Or just wait um, until you get pulled on the Yahoo screen. And so I, I, think, I think that's what it comes down to me with this, is that it's not a bad premise... It is just a little derivative of its of the show already, and literally every aspect needs to punch harder. I want music that like, cause like uh, again, not to not to keep bringing up um, regional holiday music, but also like I don't even like that episode. Again, it, it's a it's a well done episode. Don't right. hate me. Um, don't at me. It's a very well done episode that I personally do not like because of my own feelings on Christmas episodes. But man, we watched that and I had half of those songs in my head for mm -hmm. two weeks. Mm -hmm. 
I can't remember other than like Pierce's little uh, sidebar about how he never had sex with Eartha Kitt. Um, I don't remember a note of like almost any of the the songs that we just listened to in this episode. Right. They don't um, have the, staying power. The stakes could be higher. You could be doing more with Sarah Bareilles and you could be doing more with Jason Alexander. You could be like they only make a handful of jokes about how they're all puppets because they get high and like Britta is like touching Annie's arm and she's like, oh, your skin is so soft. It feels kind of like felt like uh, or the fact that the Chang puppet has his own puppet. Right. Which is actually a pretty funny joke. Uh, Yeah, it's good. Like everything about this episode needs to be doing what it's doing more. Right. And I think that's what makes this episode just such a weak episode. I think there are definitely departments that, you know, like whoever, whatever department or whatever company made the puppets did a really good job. Whoever is puppeteering them did a good job. Like there are it's 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 so frustrating because there's something here. The premise is not bad. The the handiwork on pretty much everything is actually pretty good. It just there is there is a seed of a good episode in this episode. But it feels like the seed wasn't unearthed. It it feel mm-hmm. it feels like it's like they they kind of reached in the pot or the ground, pulled up the entire thing and just dropped it on a desk and said, "See?" It's like no. There's more. You got to do more work there. Hmm. Um. Yeah. We. Uh, yeah. It's funny how you're <laughs> like, oh, we're gonna be so tangential on this episode, and we're just like, here's another thing. We didn't talk about power washing anything one time. I know. Not. Not once. I do. We, I, I, think, I will <laughs> say that they do go to get more yard marks at keepers, which I love as a. They did. They that, did that. Like, I like continuing. I joke like the yard marks at keepers as a through line joke. Like that, the number of times it keeps coming up, just like yeah, yeah, I'm into that. Like who wouldn't want to go get um, yard marks at keepers after some weird thing happening at Greendale? Right. Uh, I want to go get yard marks at keepers after watching this episode. Yard marks. Let's yard go. Marks. Yeah, that's yard marks. Um, now we're just doing the one joke we like out of a different episode. (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. It's, and the, and the tag is like the tag fits within the, the, since we haven't talked about it, it's basically just the puppets doing a weird acapella daybreak remix thing. Fits Which I liked. With, it's fine. It's it's uh-huh. kind of fits within uh, community's tags of being kind of musical and referential to what just happened. But again, after the episode, it's like this is also kind of a meh. So it's like I I, I don't know. It's just um yeah um so uh, official official grades um I would say. Because, again, I mean, we we said a lot of very negative things about this episode, and I don't want to come off sounding like I absolutely hate this episode because I don't. Um, OK, the 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 frustrating thing about I this do episode love when you're like, I, I want to just preface this and like, I don't hate it. Uh huh. However, uh, the frustrating thing about this episode <laughs> Is that combination of retreading the same ground while also having the seeds for a good episode that they did not water? Um, And so. Like. I, I would say that it is probably a D because I don't think it's an outright failure of an episode. Um, It is a. It is an absolutely watchable episode. I don't regret my time watching this episode. Um, any of the times I've watched it, I, I'm not like, oh man, I, sh- I like I've never skipped this episode, and I, right. I probably never will. 
But it does always kind of leave me at the end of the episode being like, well, that was it. Like, you did yeah. this whole puppet adventure and 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 that's that's what we got. So um, I, I would I would give it a D. Um, I, I don't think that it is like. Absolutely like it, it, you know, it I don't think that it is it is without its charm. Um, it has some jokes in it that I really enjoy. Um, even as weird as it is that freaking Jason Alexander shows up like. Of all the people to get for this episode, like he's kind of fun. He's it's yeah. fun that he shows up. It's it's weird that like you've got George Costanza feeding puppets drug berries, but you know, you know when you um, put it like that, it get, it do, it you know? somehow becomes funnier, right? Like I'll take it. Um, I th- I think Sarah Bareilles does a a good job in this episode. Again, like you're you're gonna bring her on the episode, and she sings a total of like seven bars, but you know. Okay, uh, you know it's like yeah, you made a choice. You know when when Steven Universe uh, brought Patty Lapone on, they were like, "We're going to get you to sing as much as humanly possible." Yeah, because, exactly. Like because we know we know what we got. Uh, we're not we're not wasting this talent. Um, and uh, it, it is weird to have have her on and be like, "Okay, here are the seven bars that she sing." Um, it's it's about tying down a balloon. Yeah. So well, uh, I mean, I'm all, always fine with like having <laughs> big time singers sing something absolutely ridiculous, but it's just the 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 amount of time she's on screen and the amount of time she sings is like, okay, hold on, <laughs> I don't understand. Now I will say uh, that Crazy Ex Girlfriend kind of does that with Weird Al, but it's it's really actually funny, and I think you would enjoy that. Um, I mean, it's weird Al, so I'm already there, so. Uh, but yeah, so I just I just feel like literally everything about this episode needs to punch harder. And I don't know if it's a limitation of just how much they try to put in the episode. I don't know if it's they needed to uh, to do a revision or two on it. You know, I don't know. I don't know where it falls flat in that regard, but like. If you really go more in on the puppets or you go more in on the music or uh, you you get more screen time for the, these two very famous people that you've got for this episode, um, you know, I, I, I think in a different timeline, this is a this is a great standout episode of Community, uh, but not in this timeline. So I, I'm going to say it's a D. Yeah, I'm. I, I I have to agree with you. It is a D. Um, I like they didn't even like. Sometimes they do uh, self-referential things when they bring on co-stars or a co- uh, guest stars. Like you can't have, you know, Jason Alexander say Jerry once or like somebody reference at Sarah Abrella's. That's like okay, the lo- so you're, we're gonna go a love song next, right? Or like you know like. Right. Literally, something I, something about gravity. Like they talk about they talk it. about gravity in the uh yeah, yeah. in the balloon, but she's not the one who says it. Make get her to say it at some right. point. Like I'm I'm a, a, this is the hackiest stuff, but it's still a punch up is the thing. Um <laughs> you know, uh, there are fun things like I'd mentioned this earlier, but when the dean hugs Jeff after learning he was in a runaway balloon, he, if you look at his nose, it's like literally poking Joel McHale in the eye, which I think is hilarious and also feels like one of those things on set to be like, hey, Joel, I had an idea. It's very funny. And 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 Jim like discusses it and Joel's like, yes, absolutely do that. So it's like it feels like a, a choice that those two people have made, like not even the director, just these two people are like, this would be funny, which feels good, like, but everything else you know most everything else just doesn't like you said it doesn't it needs another revision or something's not quite right with it or you know even the 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 fact that you have a musical episode that you don't remember the songs an hour after watching it that is you've kind of failed at the point of doing a musical episode it's like if 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 we watched the entirety of steven universe and we didn't have all of the songs stuck in the head like that show, and again, I don't mean to like pull in other shows of being like, this is what they should have done. 
But other sh- like even this show, like you said, has done music well in a point where you're like, I can't get tell me or teach me how to uh, boopy boop Christmas. I can't get it out of my head. And it's weird because now I'm like singing Christmas songs like Alice and Brie in a in a, you know, a, a, a Mrs. Claus lingerie. Um, it just mm-hmm. it just doesn't. It really feels like it needs another another go, another pass, another, some punch up, some something. Right. I mean, like not to put too fine a point on it, uh, but like you can buy a vinyl version of uh, Once More with Feeling, which is the Buffy, the right. Vampire Slayer musical episode. Like there is just a a vinyl record with the, the sure. songs from that episode. Like. Because they did a good job with it. Because they, they did a great job with that music. Like, it's it's weird. I don't know. And like like I said, not not to like just butt back in and cut you off again. But like I said, I do, I do wonder <laughs> how much it was like we're trying to emulate this like children's like, yeah. you know, it's a puppet. But Steven Universe, also a children's show. And I get those songs in my head all the time. All the time. Man. God, I love Steven Universe. Can we talk about Steven Universe? No, let's let's finish the episode. Um, it's a D. It's again bottom, you know, twenty five percent of Community, top fifteen twenty percent of Big Bang Theory. It's perfectly. It's a perfectly fine episode of television. I did like you said. I don't regret it. There's nothing that's like I hate this episode. Like I hate those stupid kids in that one episode with the Schmitty like that, uh-huh. that I, I have and will skip when I'm not, mm-hmm. when I'm not reporting on it, I will skip it. Cause I hate it because the now, kids are too well done. <laughs> See, but the, here's the thing it's because something was well done. I hate it because <laughs> it's really good and I hate uh-huh. it. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, that's why I, I personally don't love, uh, uh, the, uh, Glee episode. Um, oh, exactly. Regional holiday music. Like, it's those songs get in my head so much. And I'm like, I don't want even community making fun of Glee, making fun of Christmas music. Right. I don't, I don't want Christmas music in my head. Um, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I feel, I do feel, I do feel a little bit bad because I do feel like we've been very negative on this episode. I, um, I don't, I, I think there's, it's, it's, good to be critical of the things that we love because being uncritical and just kind of accepting it um i mean to a point obviously constructive because i don't think we've been bashing it we've been like pointing out things that honestly we we think that it could have done better like then that's part of the thing about how we both love community we both love futurama because we're going to go back to that well um Uh we want it to be good we want it to be the best thing and we don't want it to be like exactly what it always is. Like I think community is interesting because it is so out there and is so inventive. But when you're, when the idea is let's do this episode that we've kind of already done before with no stakes with puppets and kind of not do a great job. Well, and here's, here's a, here's a hypothetical for you. Okay. Um, Let's say that this episode is like a season one episode. So like maybe like early season two. So like before Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas, you haven't done any real like stylistic uh, huge swings yet with the show. Um, Because, you know, last last week I talked about how I think uh, her story of dance would be more well received if it was like a season two episode. Um, if this was in season two, is it a more charming episode or is it easy to be hard on this episode because we have had all the episodes that we have had? Um, Hmm, that's a good question because I think from a stylistic, because like they nail the puppet thing. They like all the puppets look great. Yeah. Um, you know the the puppeteering is is fantastic um you know uh Je- puppet jeff uh lifting weights is a very funny image to me sure um 
how much if you make this like early season two? Um, maybe even if you make this like season two, but also, you know, Abed's uncontrollable, uncontrollable Christmas uh, is like maybe a later season. So you're not you're not double dipping that sort of um, uh, stop motion puppet sort of crossover stuff. Right. Um, but if this is a season two episode, does this become a charming episode all of a sudden? Like, are you like, oh yeah, they really, they really nailed the puppet thing really well. You know, all the, all the puppeteering was great. Uh, you know, they're singing songs like it's Sesame street. Um, you know, like how much of the, uh, sort of negative feelings on this episode are that we have seen them do Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas. We've seen them do uh, Pillows and Blankets. We've seen them do sure. um, regional holiday music. You know, We've seen them do all of these very huge stylistic masterpieces. Right. Uh, hell, um, Fistful of Paintballs. Like, I sure. can't believe I didn't mention that. Like, be- because, and I don't, I don't know. I don't want to belabor this point too much. But I do feel a little bit like there is when you're talking about community, there is sort of a before fistful uh, fistful of paintballs and after fistful of paintballs because they've done they did some stylistic, some very stylistic episodes before, you know, Abed's uncontrollable Christmas was before Um, uh, the uh, basic rocket science was before. Right. But you get a fistful of paintballs, which in my I, I feel like it is one of the most perfect, perfect episodes of television ever created. It nails that Western motif. It nails the the cinematography of it all. It nails the, the visuals, the sound, the, the story, everything about it. Like you sure. want to talk about an episode that takes a style and then punches hard with it. You've got fistful of paintballs. It is hard to watch something that half asses itself after you get fistful of paintballs. Sure. It's you're because setting, you're you know the what bar they are so capable high. of. You're setting right. the bar so high with some of the really, really stylistic things. And that when you swing, you kind of are telling telling us, oh, you're really going for it, and you have hit it. Like you've knocked it out of the park. And I think I think you've got a point to it uh, about having if if this was in a different season. I mean, of course, that's a different timeline, and who knows? Uh, you know, there there I might have blue hair in that. You might have timeline. blue hair. It, it I might could have get no very hair. dark. Yeah, it's it, I could uh-huh. might not have a leg. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like I I I'm having a hard time with this. Because there is a little bit of an auteur quality to season that early, early stuff. Because again, it mm-hmm. you know it 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 was making you know Abed was very very different character. I mean, everybody was a different character, but it was very much um, <clears throat> pointing out ridiculous things as they were happening, whereas you know, this doesn't do that meta stuff very much other than like a couple of jokes about felt and stuff like that. It, it, it doesn't, it doesn't stylistically feel like it fits granted. I know that, I mean, it can't because like we're talking like the hypothetical, it feels like it would in that timeline, it would be a different episode and it probably would have gotten that punch up. Honestly. Okay. And maybe okay. I'm maybe I'm bi- kind of like by like sidestepping the the question. I I think you're probably right. If we saw it before, like the bar was set, yeah, probably this would be certainly not a D. I'll say that. Right. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's an A episode at that point. But like, how much were you like? Oh, they really tried something different, and right. you know, it maybe didn't it didn't land as well as it could have. But like, you know, B minus C plus like. Yeah, I, think, I, I feel I think, like it yeah, is. I think you're right. I, I think feel it would, like it's a lot easier to uh, be a little harsh on this when we have seen what they have done before. Sure. 
But I mean, that's, you know, just like anything, you set a bar at, you know, uh, doing a thing and then you do it worse the next time people are, that's, you know, human psychology. Trust trust me. I am a gifted child turned burnout. So I (laughs) understand. I understand. Wait, hold on. Two white men are burned out and doing a (laughs) podcast. No way. Um, No, but yeah, I I totally get you. And I think, I think when you, when you set the bar so high with some of the stuff that we've already talked about and, and then you basically, you're, 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 you do the high jump and you kind of run into it. It, you, it becomes very apparent. Sure. Um, also, I do want to right. point out that apparently Adam Levine of Maroon 5 co-wrote one of the songs in this episode. <laughs> uh, if if you believe wild. Entertainment Weekly. Okay. Okay. Um, I choose to because that's amazing. Um, so we want to know what you think about this episode and about... Pretty much this episode, because believe it or not, we did not have a single <laughs> tangent in this episode. Like banners fall down behind us. Celebrate good times. We we did we we did have outsourcing Mike's bits where we talked about, and we want to know: Would you rather not have a date for a year or have bad dates? Um. How would you start uh, my Tinder bio? Would you say I have a dead wife? (laughs) But we we went right from we went from the the outsourcing Mike's bits with Mike's dead wife Tinder profile into the episode (laughs) and then did not have a single non-related tangent. We kept it to this episode and things in reference to like, you know, we talked about like Buffy and whatever, but like that was was in reference to this episode. No tangents. Sorry for being so on target. None. We did it. Uh, So uh, we're gonna we're gonna get our awards, uh, Mm -hmm. our our no tangent award uh, in in the post. Um, It'll come by by post uh, four to six weeks, and then we'll have that, and I'll just put it on our wall and be like, it'll be the no tangents award. It'll be great. Uh, Let us know what you think about this episode and about. Uh, the uh, dead wife Tinder profile. Um, those are our only tangents, our only topics for this episode. You can let us know those things on Twitter <laughs> by going to twitter.com slash goodgreendale. That is at goodgreendale. I want to just you interrupt can, the, the outro just to point out how wild of an outro we're doing. All right, go ahead. You can find us on the internet at goodmorninggreendale.com. There is a contact form where you can send us a message. Uh, and we do have a Patreon page. That is patreon.com slash Futurama. where if you did not get enough tangents this episode, you can listen to us talk about uh, the Power Wash Simulator yep. and the time I kill, almost killed everyone in an Airbus A320 in Flight Simulator. It's very um, important that last bit of in Flight Simulator. It he he was it was on his computer. No one was in only, actual danger. It would have only been simulated lives, so everything is fine. Um, and you know what? I saved it. Yeah, yeah. I've got I got very bad reviews for that flight. I'm sure, mm. but I saved it. So Ben, ben, um, ben is the new name uh, next to Sully's uh, Howard Sully Sullenberger. Hell yeah! Uh, Land in the Hudson, uh, have a vomit come. It's great. You can find that at Patreon.com/slash <laughs> Back to Futurama, uh, and we do have a fan group that is on Facebook. Look up League of Jeremy's. Um, you can yell at us there or whatever whatever you do in it i guess what, whatever don't, ends yeah, up don't have, yell at us i mean you post nice. memes or jokes or stuff like we we love that we love it when you uh, interact with us it, it 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 builds some more connection in this this world and the the community that we have that that listens to this for some reason um it, it also for some reason in that group the only notifications i get are when laura posts that we have a new episode <laughs> Uh, so if you are in that group and you you wonder why every, uh, every time you post something, it takes me six days to see it and like it or to respond to it. It is because Laura just posted that we have a new episode and I see that notification and then I go in and I'm like, Oh, 
three people responded to a thing I said and someone else posted a meme. And then I'll I'll go interact with all those things. Facebook is a terrible platform. It is uh, a is terrible platform, but to. it is where we have that that group. So, uh, so I apologize to everyone I have ignored accidentally through that because um, if you're not Laura posting a new episode, I don't see it. So, um, and we can blame Meta for that. Uh, so yeah, I just thanks wanna- Zuck. I want to thank everybody but Zuck for listening to the end of this episode. I'm assuming Zuck is just hearing everything all the time. Um, uh, you know, we really appreciate everybody and and the fact that you came to the end of this episode. We We really appreciate it. I hope you have a good day. And that'll do it for us this week. Um, until next time when we're talking about an episode that I do not believe has any puppets in it whatsoever. <laughs> You know, that um, might be an instant demerit because because uh, look at how good the puppets were, were in this episode. It is the reason look, it's not enough. <laughs> I'm not saying that every episode needs to be all puppets, but every episode should have maybe like at least one puppet. Sprinkle Even in, in the, the background. Uh, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. I, I wish, wish you luck. luck.